Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Weeks, like right. days, months, years. Yeah, that's, week. okay. Yeah, I've just, I figured it was too easy, so I knew I was going to butcher it, but if that's what it is, all right. <laughs> it's... So, Mr. Preston Weeks, co-author of How to Be Up in Down Times by yep. Mark Victor Hansen, Mitchie Purdue, and Preston Weeks, which I'll put in the description and in the top comment, and which I read, and is uh, it definitely is, it's the antithesis of everything else that's going on right now. Everyone is either the left is taking over the country or the right is taking over the country, and then this book comes out, and it's like, hey, guys, let's look at the upside of life. And it's just like, there's a nice little breath of change. <laughs> And it ended up being purple, which yeah. was just. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I get it. I like it. You know, but we're, we're here to help everyone. You yeah. Know, too. Yeah. yeah. And, but you know, whatever side of the fence you're on. Sure, I know sure, we, sure. You know, you know, but it, that's the, that, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, the times are, are crazy uh, right now. I mean, it just, as we sit today, you know, the whole nation's yeah. just, just kinda, on edge. Yeah, edge. yeah, it it's uh, definitely relevant, you know, right now. Yeah, it, what to what's happening? Yeah, and so yeah. it's it's exciting, but it's scary, and you know, but it's just how people are connecting with it. Yeah, and that that's exactly what it is. Is there's like, you know, we, you can look at this and say like, all is lost. Twenty twenty sucks, or. It's an admittedly more of a romantic idea, but I mean, it's the idea I took in like March when the pandemic or when lockdown started. I was like, I was like, there's like two ways I can come out of this. I can come out of this like 20 pounds heavier and having done nothing but played Xbox or I'm like five pounds later. I was like, or I can lose some weight and build my podcast. I had been doing an episode once a week. Now I've been doing about 10 a week since the pandemic started. Now I'm at episode, this is 240. And there's yeah. it's how you look uh, at it. But that's what you talk about in the opening. It even says it's like uh, a caterpillar has no idea it's about to become a butterfly. And furthermore, anyone, well, obviously we know, but anyone that was looking at a caterpillar couldn't even tell that it was becoming. It just thinks it's building a cocoon. This is just the thing I do. It seems like it's the end of the life, right? You're building this thing around you. It's like you're sealing your own right. tomb, but you're about to come out as like a beautiful winged creature from a fairy tale book, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and, you know, to line that up with what's happening today, you know, everyone in isolation is kind of in their little. Yeah. Picture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Beautifully so, said. We do. We have that opportunity. We have the opportunity right now to do what you're doing and follow your goal or follow your dream and reinvent yourself and do that thing that you didn't want to do or couldn't do or you know, didn't have time to do before. And so that, you know, there are a couple, there's a lot of chaos and a lot of bad, but there are some good positive things that are coming out of the pandemic like you know people that are actually starting to you know take some action and and accomplish these goals and accomplish these amazing things so i i've been a part of some uh fun projects along the way to and help help enable people to yeah. do that so i partnered with mark so basically well i don't know we could go I was gonna in, say, how, did, how did you get into it yeah how did this whole thing yeah. unfold 
Yeah, so I'll back up a little bit yeah. before I go there. So yeah, so my background, uh, so I'm a car nut. I love cars. All right. So you can talk cars all day and night with me. My license plate actually says car guy. Uh, I have to register my car in a different state to get that plate because car guy was taken in my state. That's how much of a nut I am. <laughs> but I love, love, love cars. So I, I was going, I wanted to go to school. I wanted to go to college. So I had to figure out how to pay for school. So I loved cars. I bought and sold cars ever since I was 16. So I could get a cooler car. Yeah. And then I did that to pay for college too. So I, you know, bought and sold cars along the way. And by the time I graduated, I couldn't get a job that paid me more. I was doing pretty, you know, well at, at that business. And so I, I ran with it and I stayed in the car business. I ended up building at you know some of the same time and some different times. And uh, through different partnerships, I owned or co-owned 15 car dealerships and then left the automotive business because I decided I wanted to sleep a little bit yeah. and have a little bit less stress yeah. uh, because it's it's a very tough business. But uh, that's the time where I crossed paths and uh, partnered up with Mark Victor Hansen. So Mark had sold his chicken soup for the soul business back in 2008. Mm-hmm. And was really interested in things that you know made a difference in the world and you know renewables and green uh, technology so he wanted to do a startup for a renewable energy company and he needed someone to run operations and he saw what i had done with the car dealerships and starting from <clears throat> basically you know one sixteen hundred dollar car yeah. and built that into you know big car i mean it you know was somewhat okay you know car yeah. business uh you know, it, he wanted me to bring, he'd be on the team. And so I aligned with the goals and everything. And so that was just an amazing experience. And then from there, you know, I've just taken off. I've had so many different opportunities to uh, work with amazing people. I've, you know, met with hundreds and hundreds of companies, you know, reviewing technologies that are emerging and coming to market and doing all these fun, fun, creative things to, just make the world better and help yeah. people succeed in their businesses and provide solutions. And so I've been involved in a number of companies over the years and, but fast forwarding up to, you know, how to be up and down time. So, uh, I was on the phone, I was on a phone call with Mitzi and Mark and it was actually originally Mitzi, Mitzi Purdue. So mm-hmm. my co-author who was a guest, on your show and yeah. she's the most amazing person uh, no, yeah, she's awesome. ever yeah i mean i i just absolutely love her yeah. you know, every conversation oh yeah i yeah. have with her is uh mind opening yeah. and inspiring and she's just a delight yeah. of, a, of a human yeah you know? but yeah we were on a phone call and she said hey i want to do i want to help people you know this was right at the forefront of the breakout of pandemic kind of situation and she's like I want people to stay safe. I want to do 52 ways to, you know, stay safe during this pandemic outbreak. But her legal team said, no, you can't do that. That's not, uh, you know, it puts you too much risk, you know, because of giving advice around medical. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. Sure, yeah. Where, you know, it puts her too much exposure to give, you know, that type of advice in a book or something. And so... Uh, she was saying this on the phone when we were in a meeting and I said, well, why don't you write a book about 52 ways to stay positive in isolation? Because I think we're going to be locked down for a little while and I think people are going to have a hard time with this. 
and she's like i love that idea and anyway we started collaborating yeah. from there and then that it turned into how to be up and down times yeah so, and yeah. it's what are some so it's always easy to it's always easy kind of to kind of talk about right these positives like you know and like and i'm I don't, by no means is this a, a criticism or an attack but you know right. it's, like i can look at things and be like um the future is going to be great. You know, life is going to be so much better. Life expected, and like those are all things we objectively know, right? You go back 150 yeah. years, you look at things like amputations to penicillin to vaccines to surgery to all things that is just. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now we're going to like genomic medicines, biotech, nanotech, way down the road. And you're like, okay, right. yeah, things are getting better. That's like an objective fact. Barring an asteroid, like that's a fact. But right. it's also easy to uh, become kind of pessimistic of it because we hear about all these great things. And then like reality kind of sets in that it's like this is just a Friday and there's no flying cars. And it's like, where, where are we? And it's so that whole thing to kind of lay the, the groundwork for this is like – the book talks about a lot of great things that are, are coming. What are some like concrete? So what I was getting at is like, there mm-hmm. are concrete things. Technology is going up. Like, remember your flip oh. phone? Now look at an iPhone. It's like, okay, this is like a real concrete thing that I'm on a MacBook. Okay, this is ten times or hundred times more powerful than the MacBook I had in 2010. What are some like concrete things that you think are? Because I know this podcast has come out of the pandemic. What right. Oh yeah. Well, absolutely. So that's one of the things that's come out of. Uh, pandemic is is a lot of podcasts so i think actually i I don't know if i'm exact you know but i think the numbers went from it pre-pandemic about two hundred thousand podcasts to i think now pushing a million (laughs) yeah okay all right (laughs) so it's a huge huge thing but it's so cool because it's people that are sharing their voice they're sharing their information they're sharing you know, what they have out there with the world and they're reaching new people, they're reaching new markets because you have people that listen to you and the people that listen to you are different than the people, you know, in the podcast that I talk to on, you know, a different day sure. or a different day or this or that. Everyone resonates and connects with someone differently. And so it's so cool to be able to have this variety and this diversity of these platforms that have come out of this, like, it, where people can go on and they can create something they can express themselves and i think too a lot of the popularity of this and and to the popularity of the video is i i think there's generally like a craving so social media you know has had this huge ramp up of adoption you know, you know people spend a lot of time on social media platforms but then they have this real deep craving for authenticity yeah one and you know for real connections too and so then you know you see the social media trends go from you know pictures and posts to you know stories and to videos and to different things like that that are more you know a little bit more you know connected and then you have one of these live things that are you know even more you know real and more you know aligned and so 
you know, you see a trend that way and podcasts allow that too. They're another platform. Um, and uh, some of the other things that have come out of this great, you know, positives kind of like you're saying, well, we advanced about, you know, 10 years in three months. Yeah. We were forced to. Yeah. So you know, it, we have had this massive adoption of technology. You know, one thing that's really great uh, on some of the CEOs I coach, I've talked to about this and it's the cost savings and the efficiency. So having a meeting like this wasn't normally accepted. It wasn't yeah. normally adopted yeah. in the past. And so I literally would have to hop on a plane and, you know, I'd wake up at four in the morning and I'd go down to Sky Harbor Airport and I'd fly over to California and I'd, and I'd go over and get my rental car, you know, by whatever, 7.30. And then I'd start my drive, you know, through California and I could do like four meetings in a day and I'd spend about eight hours of driving, you know, yeah. to those four meetings because it's California. And then I'd fly home and, you know, get back yeah. at midnight, but it would take me four weeks to coordinate yeah. Yeah. those four meetings, yeah. you know, and get that tall line up. And then I had to buy a plane ticket and I had to buy a rental car and I had to take a day. Now I, you know, use AI and automation and I send out messages and they book when it lines with their schedule and my schedule. And, you know, we talk like this and it's done Yeah, and it's free Yeah, and now it's accepted. So it's normal, which is, okay. it, it feels annoying, you know, behind the scenes because everyone's like oh you know all these zoom meetings i'm sick of this or you know sometimes with with companies but it's also incredibly efficient because i can do in one work day you know what took me eight weeks to do before as far as you know effective corporate meetings yeah that's yeah that's insane i mean one if you just wanted to go with an objective argument you just say like carbon footprint right i mean you're not getting right. in a four-engine jet flying at thirty-five thousand feet, burning a couple gallons a minute, right? It's, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's. Okay, so I, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's, it's maybe it's. I mean, there is technological growth, but it's yeah, you could say there's societal growth. We're going right because they said without the without the Cold War, right now in 2020, we would be at two thousand technologies. So the new big hot product this Christmas would be the mm-hmm. click wheel iPod, right? But now we're here, right? So it's like, okay, yeah. downside thermonuclear war. Upside, look where we are now. There's almost right. like a, a almost like a a cultural space race, if you will. It's now, mm-hmm. yeah. It's there's always I always kind of it was always weird, right? Because FaceTime's been a thing for a while. Skype. I mean, I remember using right. Skype in 2011, and right. like, and the, even then it was old. But we never, yep. it was always, there's always kind of like a running joke. It's like we have this like technology that is like the technology of the gods, but no one ever FaceTimed each other. Yeah. It's probably not until COVID that I regularly FaceTime people now because, yeah. so you're right, it kind of advances what is accepted, right? Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's in the advancement of, of what is, of what is okay. And out of that, you're right, is because now that everyone is forced to do it, now it's not just like a because yeah it's almost kind of unprofessional right no no you're gonna meet here in person you're gonna show up in your suit and you're gonna right. put yeah, in your shake. put in your yeah. mouthwash hey i'm preston and i'm doing the yeah. thing and we're here yeah. talking to each other and neither of us wants to be here but right but instead it's just like hop on zoom and it's like what's up dog and it's like you know do i you know who knows do you even have shoes on do you have pants on who knows but you're at home you can do <laughs> right? right that's the mystery you can I do it yeah I yeah do. so do i so do i but you know that's part of the fun who knows but yeah. If that is not accepted, because it's not just between us, it is now right. 
between CEOs and CFOs and CTOs, right? And it's going, it's going with all this stuff. And there's there's telemark or there's telework, there's telemedicine. It's so it's yep. sort of being forced into the limelight of like this isn't right. It's like Twitter beginning versus now you have Twitter. You can see heads of state yelling at each other. It's like now it's kind of legitimate, comical but legitimate. So I say, okay, okay, I get that argument. All right, touche. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. You you mentioned like telemedicine. I mean, you think of things and advancements like that. I I hate going to the doctor. If they're not going to poke me or prod me or test me, you know, why do I need to show up there? Most of the time, they just ask me a couple questions. Yeah. Yeah. For for a lot of you know standard operating procedural type stuff. Yeah. And so they check some basic things. So, you know, with telemedicine, remote medicine. And why do I need to go to the doctors if everyone's sick there? Yeah. And why do I need to waste my time? Yeah. I had a teledoc visit and it was awesome. You know, I'm sitting here working, you know, time for my visit. I, you know, clock in right here on the computer. I don't even stand up. 15 minutes done. Yeah. And, you know, or I don't even know if it, I don't even think it was that long. It was yeah. only a couple minutes, but. And then yeah. you're, you're finished and you're in your own home or your office and you're like, you're instantly it's it's kind of in a way you could okay really stretching it now it's kind of like we've mastered teleportation now right <laughs> right nice. imagine if i just could tell up you know man instead of going to the airport gotta go stand in line gotta go through the security you're like man what if i could just teleport i could go do four meetings a day in california and it's like but you know that's not the reality we've kind of mastered teleportation yeah. it's just that's where we are now we're meeting you know okay yeah, there's there's a lot that's being filtered out. There's the you know we can see you know chest up, but there's still a lot of body language that's lost. And you could argue right. that like you know doing it this way, it's I'll, I'll never have the feel of like a Joe Rogan podcast where he has them in person. But damn, there's still that's a tiny sacrifice for instant communication anyone right. in the world. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know when, when you get to that hundred million dollar funded podcast someday. And then you can fly. You can fly him in, but but yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I like I like your optimism. And then I've thought about that, like man, because I fully I've said it before. I mean, I fully intend on being the biggest podcast in the world. I think it'll take me about a decade. But mm-hmm. I've thought about that. I'm like, man, like yeah, that would be really cool, right? I could fly people in. You can kind of command that time, right? And there's the audio and video is you'll never be better than in person, but. There's also something to be said for even if you have the money to fly them in and put them up, like, do these people have the money to be able to take three days off and go do that? Or do they have two weeks of vacation a year? But what if they have like three little kids and a wife and they're really you're going to take three of their 14 days to go do your podcast? Maybe they say yes, but that kind of screws their family, right? So how I look at it as is like it doesn't matter how big this podcast gets. There is a massive subset of the population not even subset i would say a majority of the population that you kind of you're cutting off as potential guests because like yeah. you know they got to leave their their wife and kids and it's like yeah you know we're, we normally go to the lake but now i'm going to go do tommy's podcast like so yes. that's why i like this is because you'll always be able to call because right now i can't command anything but i get people after work they come home from I've literally had people come home from like, you know, flying drones for like the like the NSA or the CIA. Sorry, not the NSA, the CIA. But then in the afternoon, it's like, you know, they sit down. And you can tell they just changed, and they're like, you know, you can hear their kid crying in the background. They're like, yeah, 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 let's do it. Let's do a quick pot. And you can grab it for thirty minutes like that, right? 
yeah. and it's there is there is a beauty to that, but there's also the temptation of being a, being a baller and flying them in on a private jet. But <laughs> what what are some what are some like? So let's get away from like societal and cultural shifts in patterns mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, patterns and parameters. What are what are some technological? Could you say like the backbone of video conferencing has gone up? But we've already touched on that, so that's well, that's, that's a well, yeah, some video. Well, some of the things you know that are coming down the pipeline that it are not quite pan- pandemic related, but technology advancement, you know, is really a lot of the prog- progression around batteries. So, okay. and if you watch the industries that sit around that, you know, it, like renewable energy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, all the devices and things that, and then uh, the big one is cars yeah. in, uh, in the pipeline uh, uh, with electric cars and all of the things that are coming out with that. They have semis, you know, I'm based in Arizona. We've got Nikola trucking. That's kind of a electric hydrogen. Oh shit. Uh, Really? Yeah, hybrid uh, semi truck. Wait, really? Uh, yeah, it's a class eight, you know, hauling truck. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, so there there's some really neat things, you know, coming down the pipeline with autonomous vehicles, AI, and you know, self driving and electric vehicles, and all those crazy things that kind of seem like you know the those futuristic. Yeah. You know, types of things you dream of as a kid you see in cartoons or whatever when you're riding around. Well, that that stuff's actually here and it's functioning and it's in use. You know, some people know that and some people don't. Like that, there are units driving around all the time. I, I know state by state it's different. The laws are different with electronic vehicles, but in Arizona there are cars driving around here without you know drivers operating the vehicles, and there's a lot of companies doing that, but. You know, if you look at what that does for, it, it's interesting because I'm a car nut. I love driving, yeah, yeah. so it, it, it's that it battle. But if you look at what that will do for people, you know, in the future, uh, as far as you know, mobility issues, elderly, blind, disabled, uh, alcoholic, you know, impaired, sure. uh, you know, people, um, you know, just working or you know doing things, you know, as far as productivity while you're driving, if you have a fully functional vehicle and then safety you know, general safety. Yeah. And, uh, so there's a lot of different advancements and then also looking at, you know, batteries as a technology too. Uh, I, I was in the renewable energy business. And so everything with renewables hinges around storage and there's never been more money put into battery technology than there is right now across the world, across the globe. So there's hundreds of billions of dollars being put into battery technologies. And a lot of it's you know, from the push from renewables and, and the automotive sector to make these batteries better. So my my prediction is, you know, within the next 10 years, I think we'll actually have electric cars that you could drive, an average person could drive for a month off of one charge. Oh, so you charge it at your house okay. and, you know, and we'll have, you know, production vehicles that you, you'll be able to do that with because of the advancement of technology in batteries. And one, one fun one that I love, I, I deal a lot with that's a, I think a positive, some people look at it as a positive or negative is a work from home. So yeah. work from home is a, a huge, huge topic. So I, I deal with outsourcing a lot in, in different realms of outsourcing i've set up teams internationally for companies and uh i i do a lot of that type of work so 
remote work it has been the norm for me for a long time that's the space i live now i don't have to convince anyone of remote work anymore yeah because that that was either proven or disproven but you you know where you stand with it yeah 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 (laughs) but when you look at it too from the benefits of people you know from the benefits of a person that's working from home so say say if you had a commute say if you had a one hour commute yeah and you work from home (laughs) You just picked up a whole entire day, a whole entire work day, over a work day, you ten, 10 hours if you, you know, commuted and you don't have to commute anymore because you go, you know, five days a week, you yeah. go back and forth, it's yeah. two hours each day, yeah, it's 10 hours, days, 10, yeah. eight hour work day, it's over a day. You just landed back in your life over a whole day. A day, you know, yeah, a day per week, right? Yeah. You just got back every week. So, yeah, so what are you going to do, you know, with that day? What can you do with that day? Okay. What what can you do with it now? And so I love to encourage people to do kind of like what you're doing, you know, the project, that dream, that thing yeah. that you put off. Yeah. That's yeah, it's kind of like that what, what the hierarchy, the pyramid of needs, right? And it's yeah, it's the idea, yeah, 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 and it's the idea of like in the future it's like well, what are we going to do when everything's automated and it's like no, when everything's automated and like everything's provided for us, like we're going to see like a renaissance of like art and culture. Granted the robots don't kill us all. We're going to see a renaissance of art and culture that we've never seen in human history because how many people that are digging the proverbial ditch right now or delivering pizza or stocking liquor shelves or, or you know delivering chinese food all things i've done how many people now like won't need to do that how many of them are are just like they've never had like a time they've never had the time of day because they're always exhausted doing some bullshit job that they hate how many of them are all of a sudden they have free time and they start messing around and it's like oh Jimi hendrix right or it's like or not what if it's just because that's music and what if it's like a oh Elon Musk, it's some guy that's like, hey, I figured out like, uh, I don't know, I figured out like the ion plasma drive like problem. We can get to Mars quicker. But this dude just never had the time because it was, gotta go to work. I gotta, I'm exhausted. I gotta p- pound some coffee. I got a headache. Gotta take some NyQuil. I'm tired in the morning. Baby's crying. Gotta fill up the car with gas. But now that he's got time, it's you know, and granted, that's that's optimistic. The vast majority of people aren't like that. But how many of them are, I don't know, a Tesla or an Einstein or you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I've dealt in the space of startups a lot. I've helped a lot of startup companies. I've looked, you know, with different things and helping them do fundraising or get to market. And there's a lot of really, really, really smart people. And, you know, they don't, it's a lot of, there's a lot of dreams out there that people just don't have the time to do. And, it, it, you know, it's what's that monumental thing, that big idea that could be out there that could change the world. That's why, you know, like I got involved in the you, uh, so the, the program you, know, you have a book in you. So Mark has this book. You have a book in you. So I, I helped him, and we took his teaching and built the you know the training for you have a book in you because I, it's just like that cumulative information of knowledge out there in the world. I want everyone to tell their story. Yeah, I want everyone to share that information that's my goal and that's yeah. my hope and yeah. it was so much fun so you know we were in the middle of making that and and i was going through you know writing this book and doing those two things together was absolutely fantastic that's, that's, so that's kind of like psychedelic writing a book about yeah. there's a book in you while writing a book while writing a book and then all the while you're doing a thing that's keeping you up in down times 
That's some beautiful. That's some beautiful top. Right. It's yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I got I got to circle around. Wait. So what what all what all do you do? You've just you've like was, at first I was like all right, got it in my head. I'm like all right, kind of built your own little mini car empire. Like okay, and then you wrote this. Yeah. Now you're like coaching. Now you're like and then you know when I'm coaching CEOs and it's like okay, and then it's like I worked in the renewables for a while. What wait? What all do you do? This is okay. All right. I'm yeah. Exp- yeah. So yeah. No, that's a good question. Sometimes <laughs> I don't even think my wife can answer that. And yeah. I actually was out at dinner at some buddies, some data center guys I knew flew in town, and we all went out to dinner last night. And uh, I was joking with one of them because he's like, I don't think my wife can describe what my job even is. Yeah. And she even asked me, she's like, What are you doing? Sometimes I was like. I think my wife is the same way. I yeah. don't think she can describe what I do. But yeah, so to give you a little bit of background, so basically I have the company Operations X. So Operations X is kind of, out of all the companies I've been involved in, out of all the things I've been involved in in life, out of all the projects and all the amazing people I've been involved in, I look at it and I go, okay, I'm a good strategist. How can I help people, support people, and create solutions? So it's a it's a business solutions company. It's a business support company. So uh, I place remote employees for people, and so I do that you know, internationally. So I actually have an office in the Philippines. So uh, we so we do like virtual assistants. We yeah we do uh, <laughs> remote you know all that kind of stuff. So marketing calls, um, accounting, and virtual assistants are what we focus on uh, with that, and then. Since when COVID hit, I, I'm around a lot of different speakers. So that's a lot of fun, you know, I've been in that group. And so I'm around a lot of those people and they couldn't go out and speak. All the events are shut down. All events are closed. They can't speak. What are they going to do? So we had to come up with a solution. So we dove in head first and I learned how to you know, create these courses and put you know, videos online and put trainings online. And then I built teams to do that. And then we started doing that as projects with people and then I started doing that, offering that as a solution. So helping people to take their training or you know, whatever it is that they want to do and put that online, build it into an online asset that they can go distribute and sell to whoever the market is. And so how yeah, old we've done a lot of fun things how with old are that. You? How old are you? I'm 38. 38? You don't yeah. look it, man. I thought I was, I'm 30. I thought I was older than you. I thought, like, no, no bullshit. I thought you were like 28. Okay. Well, I probably do my hair spiky like a ten-year-old. No, so. hey man, you it, dude, you look you look younger than that, man. You not not younger than ten. I mean, you look younger than thirty-eight. <laughs> that's that weird. It's not I'll take man, it. Fuck it dude. <laughs> rock it, rock it, dude. A lot of guys my age and our age are losing hair. You've got an awesome head of hair. But what is so so? What's coming then? All right. So you go from putting cars together to jumping up to here, having a business in the Philippines, and doing telemedicine or telemarket or tele business going to Kalina, California, Mark Victor Hansen, Mitzi Purdue, Renewable Energies, Battery Growth, your coach CEOs. So, okay, what what is – you're moving a ton of chess pieces around. Yeah. You're someone that clearly plans, which means that this isn't just the thing you – some people just fall into a job. You know, it's, what are you? I'm an accountant. How'd that happen? Well, I don't know. I married a girl whose dad got me a job, and it's just kind of been 30 years of that, which is fine, whatever. You're clearly someone that puts all this together, and I imagine you don't have a lot of fat. You trim it off, right? And by mm-hmm. get your strategist, you're efficient, right? I think I'm yeah. pretty good at planning. I've learned that yeah. over, over the yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty good at planning, but it seems like I'm getting taken to school by you. 
which means <laughs> I have my plans. I never am just doing something. It's everything has a purpose to the next day, to the next week, to the next decade. All that rant for okay. So what? What's down the road for you? I don't mean like down the like you know. I have this monthly goal. What are you? What's? What do you have by twenty thirty? What are you doing? Or is that what secret? Is, is that secret? No, no, it's not secret. It, you know, and I, I should look up a, li- a little bit more, but I've got a couple different things. I I really like you know reaching people and helping people and doing that with the message. Um, I want to you know build out this solution for companies so we can you know reach a, a large amount of people. But I've got another book in me. Uh, you know, or maybe a few books in me. You know, so I've I've got another book that I am going to write. I've got basically it's it aligns with what I use in my coaching, and so I kind of call it my life of action plan. But it's not, you know, I don't know if that'll be it, the book or you know, what comes around it, but it, it all hovers around that. And the basic premise of that is that. Well, so one of my mantras is relentless improvement. So it's awesome. I am of the understanding that, you know, I, I'll never know anything. So if I, or no, I'll never know, not anything. I'll know something, but I never know everything. I'll never know everything. And so, okay. Accepting that I'll never know everything. Then I can constantly be learning. Yes. Yeah. So you know, by agreeing to that, I'll, I'll never know everything. Then, you know, the only other option, you know, for me, if I want to, you know, keep improving and do better is, you know, to learn every day and to try to do, you know, that and do that relentless improvement mantra. And I believe, you know, the world, I have this theory, I like to imagine it like this, the world is in motion. So it's like literally spinning, Mm -hmm. you know, we're spinning around on it, you know, we can't feel it, but we're going around it. Thousand miles thousand miles an hour yeah yeah some scientist knows exactly what that speed is i don't but uh yeah i guess it depends on where, uh, yeah, where you are on the glia yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well it's a flat earth preston i don't know if you oh, knew yeah, that, yeah. but sorry. it's actually a flat earth and if you disagree with me i will cancel this podcast <laughs> but yeah so, sorry so we're going on our uh, world is in motion yeah so you know the world's constantly in motion and so you know, right now here, like we're, we're talking and, and we're doing something, but like the world's in motion around me, literally like everyone's doing something, you know, my neighbors are out there doing something, they're working, you know, they're driving somewhere, they're getting, everyone's, everything's happening, life's happening. So if you're not in motion with life, you know, moving, you're either moving forward or you're moving backward, I think. You know, because of the fact that life, you know, is is in motion, you know, so much in a constant motion. So you're moving forward or you're moving backward. And so, you know, we have we have a choice because because life's advancing around us. Yeah. So if life is advancing around you, then then you're moving backward, yeah. essentially. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you've got to kind of keep up. Life's changing. Like we've said, you know, everything's moving so quickly. And other things, you know, AI is, is a huge, huge thing. It got adopted, you know, during COVID. But uh, so, you know, just taking that and go, okay, you know, what, what do you do with it? You know, what are you doing? And, and separating, you know, really getting down, breaking down and separating what's real and what's not real in your life. Yeah. And so, you know, with the world moving around you and everything that's happening in your life, you know, what are your goals are, where are you going and where are you coming from? 
sometimes stops people from doing things. So, you know, we have all these limiting beliefs and these different things that, uh, you know, we think about. And so like people out there right now, there's a lot of people are afraid. There's a lot of people are scared. They have, you know, this fear of something that's happening and it's controlling the pattern. It's controlling their lives. It's controlling, you know, their emotions. It's controlling their feeling. And so, you know, what do we do to get control of that? And my method of, you know, getting control of that is, you know, is really, really breaking down intensely what is real and what's actually happening and what's not happening or what's, you know, just a thought from the past or a fear from the future. And then, you know, what we can do in that space. And so that's kind of, you know, a big passion of mine. So I want to put that into a book and I've got a bunch of different things that spin out of that. Do you meditate? So uh, sometimes not enough, but I, what I do, so I've done a couple different things. So I used to be a night owl. I used yeah. to be actually kind of a nocturnal, I, not, not sleep at all. Insomniac. Yeah. You know, okay, really. Okay. And so and I'm a busy body. I do a half a billion things. You can kind of probably get that. Yeah. From yeah. A little conversation. I've got like ADHD. And yeah, yeah. Like, hey man, so do I. Time. That's a superpower. That's not a problem. Yeah. That's a superpower. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. No, it is. It really is. And a lot of people don't, uh, unfortunately, it, they're told that it's not. No, I think is, it absolutely is. If a computer can multitask and do 100 things, do you say that's a piece of shit computer or do you say that's a ball and computer? <laughs> right. That's how I yeah. look at it as, yeah, I'm like, screw you. I'd rather be ADD than focused on one thing. Sorry, interrupted you. No, no, that's right. So, yeah, no, I was, yeah, if you look backwards here, you'd see, you know, I've got three uh, screens oh, yeah. in front of me and I've got like oh, notes yeah. and all sorts yeah, of oh, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's that, that chaos, you know, of, of life. But yeah, I actually forgot where I was going with that. Med but, med uh, meditation, night owl, and song. Oh, yeah, meditation. So, so, yeah, so what I was doing uh what i incorporated in my life actually really when i moved down to arizona that has helped me to kind of normalize and balance out things is to um get control of my sleep cycles and actually follow yeah. that old circadian rhythm yeah that idea of the yeah. circadian rhythm of you know waking up and it, it the most dumb simple way to think of it is to sleep and uh wake up with the sun yeah go to bed and wake no, up with the sun it is so wildly it is, and it sounds like such a simple like you know Hey, I've got a meeting with, I've got a job interview. What should I do? Give him a firm handshake. And it's like, well, no shit. Right. It's <laughs> but, but dude in college, man. I, I feel so stupid because my freshman year, I almost failed out. I was such a bad student, but like my sophomore year, I decided I was like, I want to be a doctor. And I started like studying a lot and exercising more. And I remember one morning I was doing research under Dr. Gretchen Bielmeyer at Valdosta State University. So this was like August, 2010. And I remember one day I just felt immaculate and like i've been working out for like five years at that point so it wasn't that and i realized i was like what is this and i realized that for the first time in like years i had slept for eight hours and i was like this is and i was like this is my new like cheat code i'm just gonna get sleep but i did that non-stop throughout college and that's one of the reasons i think i got into medical school and then i stopped for several years in 2014 i lost a sibling to suicide and i just went off the rails for like five years and then last December, I started this podcast, 
and having guests, I was like, I can't be tired and cranky and anxious. So I was like, I just got to sleep. So it sounds stupid and it sounds simple, but having stopped in about 2014 and really not resuming until December 2019, I was mm-hmm. like, I need to be in bed. Yeah, I can sit on my phone for a while. That's fine. I need to be in bed at like 9 or 10. I'll fall asleep around midnight, wake up at like 8. And I was like, that's just something I have to do. It's so stupid and so simple and it sounds so obvious but damn, if that isn't the cornerstone of, I mean, this podcast, I would say is the cornerstone of it. I'm well rested. Yeah, it, it, no, it's, it, it is. It, it's sad, but it's a lot of those silly little things that make the difference, you know, in our lives. Yeah. And that's actually, you know, the biggest thing. Going back to kind of where we started with this, and you're saying you were talking about, you know, the positivity of, yeah. you know, things, you know, it's easy to, it's easy yeah, to be positive yeah, and happy and hurrah. Yeah. yeah. Life's going to be good. Life's going to be yeah. good. But also there's another truth that comes along with that. And you actually become what you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is so much data. There's so many studies. There's so many different levels that this is true on from people, which I used to not believe, you know, I've got stories I don't have time to do today, but yeah, I used to not believe that you, you become who you surround yourself with. And that is very much true. Absolutely. So, and the same thing with your environment, you know, you're at that environment. If you're around a positive environment, if you have positive things that you experience every day, even if they are, silly or small or simple they will make a huge difference in your life it's actually real it's it's you really do i used to be with you i'd be like i'd be like i can just be a positive light in like an ocean of darkness but as i've gone on i'm like man if you're surrounded by like you know think of chernobyl think of the firefighters that were like terribly poisoned with polonium and they made sure none of the hospital workers went near them well, I didn't touch any polonium. Why does it matter? Well, they're all radiate. They're all radioactive. They're giving off radiation. It doesn't yeah. matter if you don't have any in your system. You're gonna die if you go sit near them. And it's, it's. I, I know I only got you for five more minutes. We're gonna do another podcast, by the way. I hope you know that. It's, okay, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 I'd love to. Yeah, for everyone listening, uh, he's supposed to come on at two p.m. And, and like a true jerk, I took a different call and asked Preston if we could postpone it. But I'm now realizing that this is an awesome episode, and I wish we had more time. But Preston has to go. Point being is that I had on Dale Comstock, who is the youngest ever member of Delta Force, now retired. He's 56, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's right. But the point is, is like, he is the most, he's, I had him on here, you know, shaved head, you know, American, I mean, literal yeah. like CIA killer, like no exaggeration, yeah. like CIA oh, yeah. mercenary, yeah. no bullshit. And, yeah. um, yeah there's a guy you look at. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> there's a guy you look at, right. And you're, you're you're probably thinking like oh that's a guy that you know you know he doesn't smoke pot he doesn't drink he's you know he's probably you know it's all you know just work hard and get it but i remember reading his book american badass and i had him on the podcast in his book he talks about you'd think you're reading this from like a total new age hippie he's like everything's energy you have to focus yourself and you have to you have to visualize success tell yourself you can even if you don't believe it just say it because saying it shows that you still want it and you will move towards that frequency and you have to cut out the negative people in your life and i'm like 
this sounds like some new age hippie on Facebook selling essential <laughs> oils, but it's Dale fucking Comstock, right? <laughs> and then his other guy, Joe Teddy, who also worked with him in the CIA. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, I know me. And you guys like, you're, you're like, your mind is a garden. You got to prune out the weeds. You know, you have to focus <laughs> on what you want. You have to stay clear. And I'm like, what the hell is going? Because these are guys that you know, if you offered a joint to, they'd be like, screw, no, I don't smoke. These are yeah. like as yeah. cl- straight edged, clean yeah. cut, all American, just like good old boys. And here they are, like you have to center your mind and focus towards the positivity. And it's like, well, god damn it, if Dale Comstock says, and they said that he said that in Delta Force, they actually trained them to meditate to focus yeah. their mind. And I'm like, well, that's all the science I need. That like, yeah. you know, if it's a girl with long hair and pajama pants on and she's like, you just have to like focus on like the message that the trees are telling you. I'd be like, look, I don't believe right. that, but you're really hot. So I'll smoke this joint with you. No, it's when it's Comstock looking you in the eye and it's like when you're getting ready to go clear a room and go kill some fucking terrorists, you got to be in the zone and clear your mind. And I'm like, well, that's the science. There we go. So. I guess yeah. we'll pick up on that for another episode, but yeah, it's you do. <laughs> I, you tr- I truly believe that you have to pull yourself yeah. towards that mindset. You, you, I, I really do believe that we create our reality. And if you tell yourself that everything bad is going to happen, everything bad is going to happen. But the yeah, analogy, absolutely. yeah, the analogy I use in my mind is like, what if you're playing Russian roulette, and mm-hmm. what if by thinking that I'm going to die, just play, stay with me. What if that somehow, because we know the brain gives off, uh, you know, alpha, beta, gamma, theta waves. What if that's mm-hmm. somehow one of those waves, and this is a weird analogy, but what if some somehow one of those waves did create like a magnetic field? And it and well, what it would do, sorry, it would pull up the bullet in the chamber, right? That's negative. Well, one uh, thing yeah. I always think of is I always think of like, what if we constantly have a gun of you know eight eight rounds in the chamber and if you think negative is going to happen you're going to get the negative bullet but if you tell yourself today's going to be an awesome day i'm going to put out a killer podcast i'm going to snag a couple subscribers and i'm going to get an email from this guy back what if what if you're just that revolver is changing and you're but how do we not know that's and that sounds all ooh, ooh and that's crazy but dude we used to think the earth was flat we used to think that there was no such thing as germ theory. If you got sick, it was because you were a witch, right? It's yeah. who's to say that's not real. I'm not letting you talk. I'm sorry. I just got really excited. No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's it's totally, totally true. And what you're saying too, you know, with energy. Well, energy is real and it's actually measurable. And yeah, if you look at it in nature, there's an example. So I don't know if you know this, but sharks. Yeah. So sharks actually sense electricity yeah they don't see you they see beating hearts yeah so so they they feel like an actual measurable electric impulse that an animal gives off or the the fish or whatever and that electric impulse can change with the stress or what's happening and things like that and that is receivable by sharks by by an animal they have uh, something in their and yeah, it, yeah. It makes them see that, and but we we do it. We do the same thing. Oh, there's my alarm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, the same thing is people receive it. You know, we're just not that aware of it sometimes. Yeah, and it changes our lives, and yeah. you know, it makes a difference. And so, energy and perception, our podcast too. <sighs> Dude, I'm so sorry I bumped this back two hours. I'm so upset. I'm gonna text you after this. Well, we can talk about it. What? When? When can I? When, when can I have you on again? Because I I'm, I feel terrible because this was a fantastic conversation. 
No, we'll, we'll make it work. Let's coordinate. All right, and, all right. I won't make you. you know, yeah, I won't make you choose right now. I'll send you a text. Yeah, I, don't I know, know you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to look at my yeah. schedule. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, we got energy, med- per- perception, meditation. I was also going to ask about the cyber truck and you know what you think about that. Are they going to make a cyber RV so you can just go to sleep and wake up in new cities and shit? And it's. Someone I got a lot should. of questions to ask you, Preston. I am glad our paths have crossed. Well, actually, thank you, Mitzi, for crossing our paths. And, yeah, uh, Mitzi's yeah. fantastic. Shout out, and Mitzi I'm Purdue. Happy too. Yeah, Preston Weeks, co-author of How to Be Up and Down Times, and clearly a Renaissance man that I cannot wait to have on again. I'm gonna text. I'm gonna stop recording this. Start processing it. I'm gonna text you in the next like <laughs> like two minutes. And uh, I know you gotta go, and I'm keeping you, Preston Weeks. All thank right. you so much for coming on. The book will be in the description of the top comments. Stay safe, everybody. God bless. Hey, take care, <laughs> Preston. Be easy, buddy.